The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager, only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. My name should be in there somewhere. <laughs> we got to get Ozzy to redo it. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. We got a fun show for you guys today, and we need to try and get our, our song redone when I mention Ron in it. Yeah, because what am I over here? Chocolate. chocolate. I can't help it. The song's been around forever. <laughs> well, I, I'm the show, darling, so I want the starring name. We well, need to have it's it. It's the Ron Russell Show with Jimmy Starr, and the music has to be Ron is fabulous. He's gorgeous. He's wonderful. He's <laughs> we perfect. Know, everybody knows all those Body, things already. Beautiful face, fabulous personality, perfect. Anyway, what's up, everybody? Ron is true. Everything he said is 100% true. Yeah, right, right. And yeah, right. Uh, yeah, yeah, hope yeah, everybody's yeah, yeah. doing well. We've had a fun week. And uh, it's Wednesday. We got a fun show for you guys today. Before we get started, let's say, say hi to our man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. What's up, Chad? What's going on, fellas? Looks like it's construction time there at the uh, Jimmy Star Ron Russell show. What's going on there? Well, I blew up the kitchen. Uh-huh. And I built a gorgeous wraparound countertop bar that can serve us as a bar when the alcoholics come to my parties. <laughs> and also, I could serve food 
you know, to the alcoholics to sober them up. Yeah. So they go out in the garden and vomit. We got rid of the <laughs> island. We got rid of the center island. Center islands are a, center they're island. a waste because everybody walks around and I'm cooking. I got them up my ass, in my hip, in my face, tits in my nose. I mean, get out of here. Get out of my kitchen, everybody. So now I could, I'd like to put a gate there. Oh, but I, what I could do is put Shazam there. Oh. If Shazam is on that walk-in, <clears throat> ain't oh nobody going to the dog. kitchen. But no, I have my hard hat on because I'm butch. And I'm a man, and I'm rough and tough, and I want to make a pretty house for my girl here, <laughs> my little girl next to me. <laughs> Maybe she'll put out a little He does more. look cute, though, doesn't he, Chad? He looks cute with this little hat. Very butch, but very it, butch. I figured that Jimmy might put he out a little. He said very butch. I know that why I am butch. But Jimmy might put out a little more often if I make her a pretty little house. She wanted it all pink, an all pink kitchen, but I said I can't do an all pink kitchen. Nah. Of course, I cook. You know, he, she likes pink, my little honey. Look at her. She's so cute. I do like pink. <laughs> anyway, we're going to have a fun show for you guys today. we got Eileen Shapiro is going to call in because I needed a guest. And so she's calling or coming. Calling. Oh, she's going to uh, Skype in. Skype in, yeah. We love Eileen to death, and she's my partner in World Star PR, and she's a New York Times bestselling author, and she's just super cool. So she's coming in. And then we have Jan Birch coming. You guys know him from the people under the stairs. Actually, he's been in tons of stuff. Ron and I actually met him at the red carpet premiere of Betrayed a couple of weeks ago, and uh, he should be a lot of fun. He's in a lot of movies with people that we know. Yes. And Ron's and hair's all messed up working. now. Oh, my hair, I just combed it. Yeah, there cold. you go. Now it's cold. Chad, what's it, what's it like in Florida today? Are you raining? Rain. No, there's no rain. Michael. Oh, that's right. There's a hurricane. No, it's mostly up there in uh, Pensacola, Panama. I don't know what Tallahassee area. We just have uh, looking out the window. It's pretty much no wind. Uh, you know, you're common gray clouds with a little hint of blue in the background. You know, about the same here. No hurricane. Gonna beat the shit out of Georgia, They're South sk- North Carolina. Yeah, the hurricanes gonna- are skipping us this year, which is a good thing. Well, not I'm yet. glad to hear it. Not so far, always. so good. You know, it's global warming, and that's why we're having these horrific hurricanes. Yeah, hurricane Michael is the first hurricane in history ever yeah. to take the route that it is taking now. And they say it's because of global warming. It does something down in the Gulf of Mexico, which creates something with the hurricane from wherever it comes. And it causes a, a havoc. Well, every well, time it hits the news at seven o'clock this morning. Every time it hits the Gulf, it gets bigger, but it's because the Gulf water is warmer. Yeah, but they never had a hurricane on this path. At it's a it's a four a four hurricane. That's which right they, here. They I say I think it's hitting land now. 160 mile an hour winds. It looks and, pretty big, no doubt. Yeah, I mean nobody's going to be able to go have their hair done in Florida. <laughs> okay. Well, only in maybe in North Florida. Not even, in, not even okay. in Boca. Not even the girls in Boca are going to say, oh my God, it's all in my nails, my pedicure, my hair. Oh, my eyelashes blew off. You know, I love those broads. <laughs> yeah. They're all my sisters, all my little Jewish mishpucka family. You got to like love it. What are yeah. you going to do? Anyhow. So we had a good weekend, you guys, and we had a garage sale where we live, and then we went to an event on su- Sunday. He had the garage sale. I had the garage sale. I stayed in the kitchen building like a peasant. And what else did we do? And last night we went and saw A Star is Born, of which I liked it. He hated it. No, wait a second. It's actually the fifth 
time they've made this movie. The first time was titled something else, so I don't really consider that A Star is Born. It's been made four times, in the 1930s, in the 1950s, and then with Streisand in the 1970s. It has gotten progressively worse. It started off as an elegant film with a young girl from out of town who goes to Hollywood and becomes a glamorous big movie star and marries a drunkard who goes and knocks himself off. It was polite, it was pretty, it was very 1930s proper. Then uh, Judy Garland did it, and all the fags were screaming, oh, Judy, Judy, Judy. They were all running to the movies to see Judy Garland sing. They couldn't have cared less about the film. They just wanted Judy. Well, the man will come along, you know, that jazz. Then uh, he kills himself. Then um, Barbara Streisand does it. Now, she's a great actress, as far as I'm concerned, not only a great singer. Barbara Streisand's version of A Star is Born, Barbara owns it. Nobody could ever take it away from her. The film made me cry. She was beautiful the way she loved him. It was sensitive. She had that little girly, you know, Jewish Brooklyn kind of broadness about her, which we all love and adore. So the film worked. This last film, I like Lady Gaga. She can sing, but she walked through the film. She looked miserable all the time. She had a puss on. She looked like the chicks I used to know from McCarran Park in Brooklyn. All right, she's an Italian girl. She looks Italian and she acts Italian, but a New York Italian. Bradley Cooper, who directed the film, took it over. It was all about him. He's getting an Academy Award. She may get one and the film will get one because that's what happens today. Now, everybody that is connected with our show said Ron says the word fuck too much. Well, go see this movie. There's about 73 fucks in that movie by every, maybe 150 by her, by him, by the old man. All right. Then they put the token black people in. Why? I don't know. The scene had no bearing. But suddenly we're in the kitchen of a black family. Well, actually, he's black. She's white. And the child is mulatto. Mulatto. That's the token black they have to put in nowadays. They had two people playing fathers because they got to put all bags in movies today, too. And the movie opened up in a drag club with all screaming faggy drag queens. So there you go. It was politically correct. They got everybody in, but they didn't get an Asian. So they missed out. <laughs> Damn it. They they, well, they could have had them, you know, had takeout food from a Chinese restaurant. I think one of the drag queens, though, might have been. Well, you, you wouldn't know all those f- makeup these clowns have on. They paint I their I thought faces. it was hilarious when he autographed her boobs or Yeah, boobs. well, they were fake boobs. Anyway, the film really is trashy, low life. Uh, if you look at the first film and compare it to the last film, you can see how America has gone into the trash can. Because today's film is what today is. It's a true life documentary film. It states the facts. It shows people as they are today in situations of today. So unlike the dream world of Hollywood in the 1950s, 40s, 30s. So that's my opinion. But the film is going to be wonderful for people today because they know any better. First of all, I think anybody who's under 40 has no idea the Barbra Streisand is a star is born. So they're going to think it's fabulous because it stars Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper, two of the biggest yeah. Iconic people in in but Lady Gaga didn't make me. She didn't care that he died. I mean, she made a little face. A tear came out. Chad, you will like it. Wait a second. And the end of the movie was horrific. The way uh, Bradley don't don't talk about that. But the way Bradley Cooper cuts in Lady Gaga singing absolutely took Lady Gaga out of the movie and brought it his film. I think it was poorly directed, terribly photographed with jumping cameras moving all over, spinning. I was getting nauseous. 
But that's what they do today. And this is a film of today. You don't have Barbara Streisand singing Evergreen to open the film. And the last scene that Barbara Streisand sang, that song, I forgot what it is now, but made everyone in the theater hysterical crying. She can do that. Lady Gaga, nobody cried. So go see it. Chad, Love you're going to like it. Chad, he's actually, Bradley Cooper can actually sing really cool, pretty no, good. No, he can't. Bradley Cooper. And he sings country. No, he spoke exactly like. What's his name, dude? No, I'm not talking about his speaking. No, wait, 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 I'm talking wait, 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 about I'm his, his singing. Was, here's how he sang. That's all da, da. No, he didn't. He growled. Everything was like this. Oh, I'm going to Anyway, go. let me talk. You got to talk. Now it's my turn. Fuck you. It was good. You guys will like it. The music in it's really good. The song Shallow that she does with Bradley Cooper is phenomenal, and the finale song is phenomenal. Um, yeah, from what of it you saw? Yes, it was phenomenal. The acting is is you know it's Boring. good. Boring. Uh, it did but have it, a few slow parts. I'll give uh, Ron that. It had a couple slow parts that weren't too good. And yeah, every, when they were in the park, really the greatest, the best scene of the whole thing is the thing that you see for the music video for the song "Shallow" when she comes on stage and sings for the first time. That's like the best part of the whole movie. Yeah, I but goosebumps. it wasn't the Lady Gaga, you know, show. It wasn't she on stage. She's in the movie, supposedly being somebody else. But people go there because it's Lady Gaga, and they think it's. Well, she Lady did a Gaga. good job. She's not the she best actress in no, the world, but she did not. good. But don't forget, it's her first time out, and I think she did a great job. I don't think she was directed quite right. And I don't care for the scene that she's in the bathtub and we see her big black bush. I mean, that was not necessary. Lady Gaga doesn't have to do that. That's and true. I agree with why that. Why Bradley too. put that in there? It was a one second shot, but it was just damaging to Lady Gaga and the movie. Uh, Barbara Streisand would never permit that because she's a lady. And she only would do it in a, in a film that would be proper for everyone to see. Anyway, and I don't even care. People are going to like I, it. I know I like Lainey Kazan's voice better than Barbara Streisand's. Because I always say it. Lainey sings to you. Barbara sings at you. And um, Anyway, people are going to like it. Young people are definitely going to like it because they have nothing to compare it to. And they are going to think it's fantastic. And I give it like a, like a 7.5 out of 10, which is pretty good because most things are like a 4. But to finalize my opinion... <laughs> Barbara Streisand owns this film. Just like so many stars, Clark Abel owns Gone with the Wind. Nobody could ever duplicate that. The great old films of yesteryear, they're bringing back today and they're trashing them. Classic writings, beautifully staged, filmed, costumed, acted movies of yesteryear, today are being trashed. Made vulgar, made common, brought to the streets the garbage people. Go see it, everybody. You're gonna like it. <laughs> Chad, you ever go? You don't even go to the movies, right? No, I don't go to the movies, and I'm with Ron. I probably would have left it at Streisand and call it a day. I mean, come up with some originality out there in Hollywood, please. We don't. I agree with that. I agree with that. I'm we sorry, don't need to keep lady, remaking everything. I'm sorry, Lady Gaga didn't make her debut in film in something written for her. Yeah, exactly. I, I would have enjoyed it and loved it because she has a beautiful voice. She can really sing that girl. I mean, she's not a phony. No, she can really sing. And they sing. really didn't give her singing capability in this film. It was okay, but it wasn't. I've heard Lady Gaga where my mouth fell open and I said to Jimmy, oh, my God, she's phenomenal. But in this film, she was singing weird, I guess, country and slurring her words. It wasn't good. It, it wasn't good. But people will love it. It will win the Academy Award. And that's so it shows that song that she does called Shallow, she does with him, is a great song. It's really, really good. I got goosebumps. Yeah, when but I he heard shouldn't it. have been in it. You know where? <laughs> Go see the film. You'll agree with me. <laughs>
<laughs> Chad does, and he didn't even see it. No, you don't. <laughs> you know what? We don't like scene stealers in our business. We don't like them one bit. Because if you have to steal somebody else's important scene to be big, then you have a problem. And in my day, that was never done. It was called egotism. And you didn't do it. You didn't. Somebody was working and creating a wonderful scene. And suddenly you cut in with something that's not even in that scene. And you destroy that scene. You've ruined a performance. So this tricky ending that everybody's talking about. Oh, it's not the same ending. Guess what? You should have made it the same ending. Because your ending stinks. No more. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I-, I liked it. <laughs> Well, Jimmy has a mentality that he likes superheroes. Jimmy doesn't like deep films. He doesn't like historical. That's not true. No, yes, it is. He doesn't like historical films. He doesn't like a lot of dialogue. I'm surprised he liked The Wife, which was a wonderful film. No, that was a good film. No, I like all kinds of films. You're you lean more towards the young of today than the old bags of yesterday. Oh, that's true. I like what's current. Why you like me, I'll never know. Because you're current some of the time. <laughs> no, I'm, ne- I'm never current. I live in this world of today, but I'm not here. I still have my values, and I still have. I still remember when it was wonderful. When going to the movies to see Cary Grant and Deborah Carr in an affair to remember and crying my eyes out. Or going to see Three Coins in a Fountain. It. Beautiful movies, beautiful music. I like those too. Beautifully wow. filmed. Hollywood, I think, was at its best from 1945 to 1955. They made the best films. So here's what we're going to do, you guys. We're going to play a song. And while we're playing the song, we're going to get Eileen on the line. Chad, how about let's do Bianca Ryan's Remember? We can do that. All right, you guys. So this is uh, one of the latest songs by Bianca Ryan. She's been on the show many, 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 many times. She was the first winner of America's Got Talent. And uh, this is her her, uh, video for her song, Remember. So enjoy, and we'll be back in a minute. Nothing over time These ways made me wise 
There you go. Hey, what's up, everybody? So that was Bianca Ryan's Remember, and I just got kicked out of the chat room, everybody. I'm trying to get back in. I, I, I see there's tons of people. It wasn't moving or something, so I'm working on it. In the meantime, we want to say hello to the wonderful and fabulous Eileen Shapiro. Woo! Hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Hi, guys. <laughs> Hi, baby cakes. How are you? How, how are I'm they? good. And how are the girls? How are the girls? <laughs> They're fab. They're there. <laughs> love, love those girls. I can get so more explicit later. Well, anyway, you're out of doors, so the weather's got to be nice. Weather's it's like 90 degrees here. Whew. Wow. Here, here it's only 76. Oh, wait. we got to say hi, too, to Chad. Chad, yes. say hi to Eileen. Hello, Miss Shapiro. Chad. How you doing? I'm good, Chad. I miss you. Good to see your pretty face. Aw. <laughs> Looks nice out. Except yeah, it's hot. Are you all right in hurricane? No, we're down. We're too. Uh, we're too far south in Florida. It's it's northern Florida that's getting it. The uh, the Gulf, the Gulf, and uh, northern Florida. We're good. Uh, wait, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, yeah. and then it's going right out to Smithtown to blow away a yellow house <laughs> in a cul-de-sac with okay. a lady that lives in it with stripe-colored hair. Oh. I see. Yes, there it is. And she's going to fly in the air like a on, on a broom for Halloween. On my favorite transportation. Because it's Halloween. <laughs> there you go. Anyway, so what's going on? You're out in the 90 degree humid weather, which sucks. Here it was 70, <gasps> 74 this morning. Imagine 74 in the desert. Today's going to be a high of 80. Tonight down at 72. No, 62. So I love that. You sleep with a blanket at night and you run around naked in the daytime. We're still using air conditioning. Yeah, well. We are too. No, we're not. At night. No, 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 no. No, not for the last five nights. That's why I've been sleeping and I have no aches. Fucking air conditioning. Jimmy, you're using air conditioning for another reason. Yeah. And it's Mm. not the weather. Air conditioning hurts my bones. I hate it. Do you like air conditioning? I do. I mean, doesn't hurt you? No. 
avoid using it in the daytime. At night, we we put it on seventy five, and 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 it works. Everything I say, he's contrary. I'm divorcing him. I'm taking the. Okay, I'm finally. Over. I'm in here. I'm getting it's an over. apartment by myself here. Mm-hmm. Real quick, we want to get some shout-outs now that I can <laughs> and see then what's I'm going on. I'm going to go out and screw every guy I meet. Yeah, wow. that's nice. Wow. We want to say hi. <laughs> B. Claudie is in the chat room from Germany. And Pat Grant says, looking great. Eileen from Canada. And Alphonse Guardino. Hey, what's up? The fabulous hey, New York City photographer. And Hero is Patricia. So, she's in Florida. Soon she's tuning in, even though she's in, like, like Pompano or someplace, and she. Pompano is okay. It's gone up to Jacksonville. It's in Tennessee, Tallahassee, the the very northern tip into Georgia, up to South Carolina, North Carolina. Then it's going, as I said, to Eileen's house, and it's going to blow the roof of all Eileen's oh, wow. house, and it's going to blow her top. Pat off. Grant says it was snowing <laughs> in Canada. Why not? Really? Anyway, the hurricane's going to blow Eileen's top off, and then she's going to run down into Smithtown without a top on. They're going to arrest her, and then we have to fly up there to bail her out. Ron, I don't need a hurricane to blow my top off. (laughs) (laughs) I have news for you. I know about 10 guys that would be so happy to help you up with that blouse. (laughs) Believe me. This gal gets the guys. Let me tell you, everybody's in love with her. Everybody wants to marry her. It's a joke. She really has a, a... marry you. Yeah, but you can't. I'm married to this thing next to me. No, he can't. Thing? You're very mean to me on the show today, and tomorrow, <laughs> me. Brandy, Brandy and I go looking for an apartment tomorrow. He keeps saying, Brandy Brandy and I and the new dog are, are, <laughs> are getting an apartment. We haven't even gotten the new it's dog over. yet, because yeah, I want to get a little dog, a little teeny but, but dog. I'm letting him know. You no, want you a know? poodle, right, Jimmy? I want a poodle, but he doesn't totally love just poodles, so I think we're going to get a multi-poo, which is a Maltese and poodle oh, mix. Uh, and let me explain a little something about marriage. Marriage is wonderful the first three months. Everybody loves each other and it's so wonderful. Six years later, which is our anniversary, you know, in a couple of days, we're going to be married six years. It changes. He became Svangali. Tells me, get up, walk, go, cook, sit, don't, comb your hair, get dressed, put cologne, go into the movies, get in the car, get out of the car, go to the... What the fuck am I, a robot? Good boy. I mean, Ron, you know, that's what wives do. You know what? That's why I got. That's why, <laughs> nice, I, I, that's why I. That's why I divorced three of them. I can't be. You know, they tell you what to do. In the beginning, he was so meek and like a little nice guy. He was like, "Would you mind, honey? Would you like to?" He was so sweet, and I thought, "Oh, he's so caring." Now he's fucking Hitler. Walks around. It's like Donald Trump, you know, ordering me around. I have to make sure he stays on top of everything or he doesn't remember things. I'll just stay on top of you a little more often. (laughs) (laughs) And that's another thing they cut you off from after six years. I got a headache. That's not true. (laughs) I'm tired. Actually, our six-year anniversary is October 15th, which is Monday, which is also my birthday, where I'm going to be 54. I'm going to be 54, everybody. Time to get rid of him and get a young one. on your birthday? Yeah, yep. we got married on my birthday. Yep. Oh, how cool is that? Well, yeah, I figured I won't forget, this way I won't forget. That way he doesn't have to buy two presents. <laughs> no, I always he can just buy one. You know, you're, such a, you're, such a, you're such a lying fuck. <laughs> I, I get you always two presents. Actually, actually, he gets more than that actually, usually. I, you, I know what he got you for Christmas, and I know everything was pink, your favorite. I love pink. Right, I know. I have this shopping. awesome pink jacket that I wore in my public yeah. service announcement last week. Yeah, I can't wait till I get to watch sh- it here. It's so easy to shop for a fairy. All you do is get pink. They love it, those queens. <laughs> anyway, so what's going on with Billy Hess and my uh, and Mark 
and and all my little Aaron and Ike. Have you seen Ike lately? We haven't seen Ike. You know what? I haven't, and he just texted me because I messaged everybody in the world, and he said he misses us. I, I like the I like the little crew in New York. I do miss them. They're sweet guys. And Aaron better get in the chat room if he knows what's good for her. I want her. Ghost, Every- Ghostly Beard is in the chat room. Say hi to Pat. I know. I said hello to him. I miss him. Hey. I miss you. Everybody from New York is still on my Facebook page. They have not dumped me or abandoned me, which I'm thrilled about. And we contact each other, you know, every day about things that are happening. And, you know, Billy Hess is doing well. I love the pictures he shot of you. Don't oh, you? Billy Hess is like the... Fabulous. He, he's magic with me. He's no, he's magic with everybody. He is. I, I'm lucky. I have Al. I have Billy. I have the best photographers in the world. I do. Yeah. When we come to New York, I want Billy to do a headshot so I could look 30. Thin. And you will. <laughs> and gorgeous. 30 thin and gorgeous. That's what I want. Actually, too, when we, when we come here, we have a, a, a great photographer here, too, Stacy Click. Stacy Walter. She goes with us to all our red carpet events and takes pictures for us. It's fabulous. And she edits them. So if you look like this, you know, crooked, she doesn't put it up there. And That's we should why Billy give, goes with me. It's, it's <laughs> BillyHess.com, right? We should give him a little plug. You guys, oh, if you yeah. need a photographer in New oh, York. Oh, yeah. BillyHess.com, oh, I'm yeah. pretty sure is what it he is. And if you want your hair done, you go to Mark Salon. Mark, He's been doing right. all the famous people. Sandra Bernhardt, he did. And you know what happened? So we go we go to the Pines to see Sandra, and he gets to go in the back room with her. Billy and I are out there. We're like, do you know who we are? We're we're out in the back waiting. And what? he's in there. What, coming her hair? No, he wasn't doing her hair. We were in. We were outside waiting for the show to start because we weren't allowed in. <laughs> uh, into where the bathroom? No, into the show area because no, they weren't letting people in. She had to, they had to stay out with the common people and the ticket holders. <laughs> oh, I would never. She's not used to standing. He would I never do would that. He would never. <laughs> I would turn around, get on the ferry, and go home, and then say, "How dare you? I'm. I I'm not. I had to review it. Yeah, but we're not public. We're we're media. Media gets treated nice so they don't go. I told you me that. Mr. Blackwell, my best friend in the world, you know, 10 worst dress list, told uh-huh. me years ago, Ron, do not pay for anything. Be, get, be a guest or don't go. Because if you have to critique something and pay for it, then you're not valuable. If you're valuable, they will have you there comped. And then you write about it. I agree. No, they gave us front row seats. And she shouted out to all of us. I was with Mr. Mike Todd from Get Out. How's Mike? Say hi for me. Hi, Mike. <laughs> no, when you see him. He always listens to us, so no, we should say hi to Mike. I, I, Mike he Todd doesn't... from Get Out Magazine. Everybody follow at Get Out Mag on Twitter and Get Out Mike on Twitter and at Billy Hess Photos on Twitter and at Eileen Shapiro 3 on Twitter and at Dr. Jimmy Starr on Twitter and at Ron Russell Show on Twitter. And when you go to Sutton Place, New York, look Mark up. He does beautiful hair. He does. He really he's, does. He's been and, posting and, lots and, of it on Instagram. And so. he's a sweetie pie. He's one of my favorite people, Mark. He's so and kind. He's hot. So, huh? He's hot, hot too. Yeah, he's hot looking, and but he's just kind and gentle and soft and easy. And yeah. I, not I mean easy sexually. I mean easy as a person. You're easy oh. sexually. Yes, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> nah, not true. Not true. So what's going on? How are the grandchildren? They're good. They're good. Matter of fact, Casey's inside. Colin's babysitting Casey. <laughs> Say hi to Colin. And what about the dog? Whose dog is that? That's Erica's talk? dog. I like that dog. It's cute. Wait, we got another one. Rex. <laughs> we got a little puppy. Rex. Do they get to run around? They just run around the yeah. yard. They won't run away. 
Oh, you're not at your house. Hey, Rex. Come on. This is Rex. I'll show you. What's Rex? Can you see Rex? Oh, see his tail. What is he like? A German? Is he like a German Shepherd? He's half Shepherd, half Corgi. He's a really weird mix. I love it. You gotta like love it. It's he fun. looks like a German Shepherd, but he's little. <laughs> we're gonna oh. get a, We're gonna get a multi poo, I think, or some kind of poodle. Get a white one. Get a white one that you could do with hair and pink little bows. Yeah, I like that. Ron, we so we had a white Ron can walk him. <laughs> Not me. Ron we had, we had Brandy Star. She's white and cream. You've seen our dog Brandy. Yeah, she's you? a great dog. It's the other one that eats people that I'm scared of. Damn, and he's a sweetie pie. He's, he's really sweet. Nice. He just likes to eat people. Yeah. Yeah, you bring him in the car, and you're like, don't go near the car. No, <laughs> no, 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 you know, uh, because wh who was it? I think Deirdre or somebody went to the car when he was in the car, and he didn't know it was Deirdre, and he tried to get through the car window to kill whoever it was, and then Deirdre said, Shazam, Shazam, and then he realized it was Deirdre getting in the car. So I, that's when they were driving to California. So I told the boat to them, you know, announce who you are before you go near the car. God forbid you jump in the car, he'll rip your head off. The yeah. dog was Gentle as he is, I mean, he's an angel. We bought we bought a, a new bed, a little teeny pink bed. It's about two feet by two feet. It's really little for for Brandy. We bought it for Brandy, but she won't sleep on it because she just likes to sleep on the hard floor. So we or woke up this morning with us, or in bed with us. So we woke up this morning, and Shazam, as big as he was, was was totally cuddled and wrapped in a circle uh. on this little teeny bed, which right. we took away from him because we're going to use it for the new dog. Because he's got he's got a big bed, hundred and thirty pound dog wrapped around a little one and a half by one and a half. I mean, a little teeny teeny bed. I don't know how the fricky ever but did it. But it's a pink bed, and it has pink. Great, great tassels on each corner. So I, I bet you, I bet you, he he owns that bed now. I bet Not anymore. No, no, we no, took no, it away. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I, I had to, I had to pull Jimmy off of it one night when we got it because it was pink and had tassels. And, and he wanted to sleep. And I love it. it. So I had to yank him <laughs> off the pillow and say, "Come to bed, dear. That pillow's much too small." For I love those pillows, though. Ron, those pink what pillows. What color is your bedroom? Our bedroom is pure white. It, we did it Andalusian. It's all white and brown. Uh, beams and nothing, but you know that kind of look. Spanish colonial. And then one wall we did in sort of a um, tapioca, kind of a yellowy, orangey, browny, tanny. Turn that off. Anyway. What a weird that, that, That's temporary <laughs> because we're going to put, we're stoning that wall to look very, very... Um, Old-fashioned looking, you know. Aaron Paul joined us. Where, where's that Aaron, Aaron, what's up? Aaron's where in the chat room. Hello, Aaron. You're lucky you tuned in. Where is that bitch? You guys can follow Aaron Paul. He's at A Paul Music on Twitter, and and oh, and I think he's he's Aaron Paul Music on Instagram, I think. But it's A Paul Music on Twitter, and everybody soon in in a couple of days, Eileen's going to have her interview that she did with Boy George published all over the place for everybody to you read. Did Boy George? He inter she interviewed Boy, Boy George. I did. His, I actually did his um his biography for his first album out in twenty years, and it will be out um. October 26th. Nobody How told. How cool is that? Why did, I would have congratulated you. Why didn't you tell me, Jimmy? Because it's just coming out now. You, you didn't tell me she interviewed you. I told you she was gonna. Gonna and did is two different things, dude. I interviewed okay, well, him well, she over was, an hour. Over she an was, hour. What, what was she he was like? gonna and then she did. <laughs> What's he like? What's he like? He, is he nice? He's, first of all, he's the sweetest man ever. And secondly, he's brilliant. Totally 
totally brilliant, probably one of the smartest men besides you, Ron, that I have ever spoken to in my life. He's absolutely brilliant, brilliant. And, and what goes on in his mind is incredible. Did you ask him if he wanted to come on our show? No. You know what? Oh. I, asked, I asked his manager. And his manager, his manager said no. No, he did not say no. And he also, the manager has a wife that's on, that's one of the, um, the Hollywood wives. And she's going to come on your show. Oh, sorry, Jimmy. I'm supposed to tell you that. <laughs> I mean, all this information. Anyway, I interviewed Lainey Kazan, my sweetheart from 100 years ago. Friend. And what a job it was to get Lainey. I mean, you know, she's so busy. It was going back and forth, back and forth. And finally, because, you know, I'm writing now for Celebrity Cafe. Jimmy conned me into it. Yeah, but it's too She's much. writing for it, too. Yeah, but I'm only going to do like three or four. I wanted to do Stella Stevens, but she's got Alzheimer's and she's in a nursing home. So I got depressed. And I thought half of the people that they want me to interview are old. They can't Skype. They can't write. So, you know, it won't be a very happy column. They're, they're like, now, who did you just interview yesterday? I did. Oh, I did uh, Sally Kirkland. Yes, Academy Award winner. Yeah, no, she, was on Star- she was on an episode of Star Trek. Sally Kirkland has been in over 200 movies. She's a great actress. She's been yeah, around yeah. forever. And her mother was the editor for Vogue magazine and Life magazine and put Grace Kelly and Audrey Hepburn on the cover because of her mom. So she came from New York City on 89th Street and wanted to be an actress and went to uh, Strasbourg School and hung out with all the actors that were there, like Pacino and the rest of them. And she's a Best Actress Oscar nominee and a right. Golden Globe winner. Right. Yeah. Well, and, you know, Anna, she's cool. She's really she, cool. You should. And I told her that I would like you to interview her, and she said, fine, okay. So you have to contact her to interview Sally. I will. She's Ron, a good I want, I'm going to interview somebody with you. How do, how do we do that? We can do that. Easy. Yeah, yeah we, we just figure out how to do a three-way call-in. I'm or not a three-way good at- Skype. You can interview him right on Skype. Or you can do a three-way call, which is easy. I know I do it all the time. But I can't we, get it. We any- could write something together. The Listen, Lainey, you know she's my buddy. I love her to pieces. And she said, I'm not coming on Skype. And she said, everybody looks like shit on Skype. <laughs> I said, no, it's not true. It is true. But Lainey won't Skype. She said, I'll, I'll give it a talk interview. I said, no, Lainey, we're a TV show. The first time you were on, we did just radio. But now with television. Anyway, um, she's coming to my house because I said to her, I'm going to make her pizza into matzo. My father used to make pizza at a matzo dough, and it is delicious. It's like a crunchy cracker with the, all the Italian toppings on it. Because, you know, he was an Italo Hebraic, my father. So every now and then he got Jewish and then he disappeared and became Italian for 100 years. Then every now and then when it was convenient, he became Jewish. And then he'd use Jewish words and he used <laughs> Italian words. I grew up so fucked up, I didn't know who I was, where I was, or what he was talking about. But my father hated churches, priests, and nuns. And he was basically, um, I think, a man of Jewish philosophy. He was a philosopher like that. Wait a sec. So, so we're all interviewers. You, know, you, you never knew I was part Jewish back, did you? A little bit, not much. I did know. I did yeah. know. Right. You know so, how I know? Why? Because you had an Italian and Jewish penis, and it was really big. So I knew that. <laughs> stop it, stop it. <laughs> and you know I've seen it. Shh, and Jimmy, shh. you know I've seen it. <laughs> stop it! Stop it! Meanwhile. Uh, what's his name is is making a, a television show where he shows frontal nudity. Uh, 
Chris Pl- uh, Chris Chris Pine? No, Chris Pine. No, not a TV show. It was a movie. It, no, it's a it's not a movie. It's a TV show. They don't do TV shows at the film. No, festivals. it's one of those H box things. HBOs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I bet she so, doesn't know who Chris Pine is. Me, Actually, you wait, should I know who he is. I do know who Chris Pine is because but, he also was in Star Trek. Oh, that's how she knows all the Star Trek people because she wrote. Wait, wait, because she wrote. Yeah. What, tell us what you wrote. I wrote the Star Trek Federation, the Star Trek Medical Manual, the official one for Star Trek. There and you Chris go. Chris Pine was actually the first Captain Kirk in the pilot. There you go. Now you would like. And to... he was hot. Well, let me tell. You, <laughs> let me tell you something about him. I read. His penis is so large that he has to duct tape it to his leg when he films, so it doesn't show. Okay, so now how do we interview him? <laughs> get on that right away. Well, you get on it. <laughs> and he's Skyping. <laughs> but anyway, Chris Pine has really become quite a guy. Now I read yesterday in something that three other actors have come forward and they said, we're going to do frontal nudity because they're now going to jump on it to be famous. But Chris was Ron, the first. you could do it. No, no, no. no. I'm into four yes. movies. You know, I got four movies, but I'm keeping my clothes on. I know, but maybe you could do one that you're not. No, 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 never, never, not at my age. Ron, no. Ron, oh, no, no, no. Fabulous. People oh, love it. You're always talking about age. What do you? What do you? Yes. Age. Ages. Yeah, well, but I don't know any. I don't know any um, older gentlemen um, porn stars yet. I might. I know. Do. There's a lot. I used to watch that. I would do. <laughs> I would, I would, daddy porn. I would do, I would do a centerfold of photograph, but I certainly would not do anything where I'm moving or, or in the film. No, too old, and you got to have a little respect for age too. Mike Todd, but, we got a centerfold. <laughs> well, if you want an old bag, but I'm, I'm shooting a film in a couple of weeks. We're going. I know. Are to, you so excited? To, no, not at all. To Las Vegas. I'm excited to see Sadie Katz, who I'm going to be working with, who I love. What, you, what kind of character do you play? I play, believe me, you're going to love it, a minister in Las Vegas. <laughs> in Las Vegas, who is marrying people. <laughs> so I'm a man, of, a man of the cloth. Talk about a stretch, huh? I just have to remember not to say fuck or anything like that <laughs> in the script. Anyway. It's going to be a lot of fun because it's a spoof. It's a campy movie about clowns, killer clowns. And I love killer clowns because my favorite movie is... Uh, killer clowns from outer space. I love that movie. It's so demented. So I'm happy to be in it. But I'm really happy because Sadie, Sadie Katz wrote it and... Uh, what's his name? Collins wrote it. Um, Min. Min Collins wrote it. And mm-hmm. there, uh, you should interview Sadie Katz. I'll kill you if you don't. You're supposed to connect me with her, honey. Honey, she makes you look square, normal, boring. Okay? She is so... I don't know how. That's very hard to do that. Well, you know what it is right now? She's working. She's finishing a film, which you're going to love, called... What's it? Hanukkah? What is it? Oh, Hanukkah. It's called Hanukkah. It's It's going to be the first horror horror movie. movie about Hanukkah. So it's got (laughs) to be... It's got to be fabulous. So Sadie's working her tits off right now. Actually, Sadie's in that, and Caroline Williams is in that. A whole bunch of people are... And I think they're going to do a screening in December, at the beginning of December, when it's Hanukkah. Right. Really? Yeah. A big, a big red carpet event. You have to start coming out for some of these events. They're no, really... listen, you know what? You know what? No and Eileen invited me out the beginning of December. Oh, that's Who, good. Who's that? Revolution, No and Eileen. Eileen is the crazy Russian that we love so oh, much. Love she's coming her. on next week. Oh, she's, tr- she's Yay! <laughs> she needs to be committed. No, she needs to be put away and locked up, but I adore her. She knows. Her. She's okay with it. I adore her. Oh, my God. She's on next week? Yeah, she's coming on next week. Oh, I can't wait. 
I, I, I said to Jimmy a couple of weeks ago, whatever happened to her? I thought she was our friend. She loved us. I said, she's abandoned us. He said, no, she's coming on. So she's a riot. What a, and a brilliant, brilliant woman. She's so hold on. Let's How do you know her? What do you How mean, do I know? First of all, she's my friend. Second of all, she's our client. And third of all... Her band, her Revolution. No, her... Oh, that's right. Your revolution. She's now. I just put it right. together. <laughs> <laughs> She's part of revolution. I, you know, I never, I never think of it that way because she was a stand-up comic for a while, and I encouraged her to do it, and she didn't like it. And I said, "You have me cracking up on the show all the time. I don't stop laughing." She's a Matter wonderful. Fact, we're writing a book together. Good, good. What with her, her humor. Huh? No, her, it's her art. Her art. And her she's artwork. A, oh, she's I a know. fine she's, artist. She's a brilliant woman. Brilliant. Brilliant. I mean, I, I enjoy her so much. She's supposed to come visit us. She never did. They will. They live in San... Where do they live? San Francisco. Well, they live in a, a little town called Terry right outside of San Francisco. San Francisco. Yeah, it's so, like eight hours so for away. Them you'll, so for them, you'll away. fly here, but for us, you're No, wrong. actually, they're going to fly her. Have a good well, trip. While I'm there... Have a good trip. Then they'll drive. Over. Yeah. They'll come visit us. We'll have a dinner party. It'll be fun. All we'll go to a red carpet event. Aaron says he wants to come. <laughs> Aaron, well, screw, screw you, Aaron. I mean, you don't even send me hugs and loves and kisses anymore on Facebook. You do like a Uncle Ron, some shit. Meanwhile, you look stunning in all the clothes that you wear. Everything is so outrageous. What do you do? Just go shopping all day? Yes. You know what he said to me today? He said to me, do you think I always like to wear sequins? <laughs> but you uh, know what? Yes, Aaron, you do. Yeah, Aaron, you like sequins. He's got sequin underwear. What are you kidding? No, no. We saw this really cool sequin jacket or something someplace recently. I forgot where it was. Yeah, I'm going to buy it for New Year's if we do anything exciting. Mike Todd just bought me a sequin jacket from Strawberries. Aaron has the matching pants, and he thinks he's getting my jacket. So right in front of everybody, he needs to know to keep his hands off. My fucking jacket. Oh, he'll, he'll There you go, it. Aaron. He's never going to listen to that. One day you'll go look for your jacket. <laughs> you'll have to go to Aaron's house to get it. Because Aaron <laughs> will be wearing it. Aaron will stop at nothing to get what he wants. What, is that, what is that puta doing these days? Is he, is he singing all over, making money? What is he doing? He's about to release something. I don't, I don't know if I'm allowed to say. He so. said his album's getting ready to come out. He okay, said it in the chat room. his album. He says he, he borrows... Album. He says she. He says he borrows from your closet, but the problem is that he no, doesn't he return them. He keeps from my closet. He, never <laughs> he takes. He takes and keeps from my closet. Which, I know by the way, that's, that's what that's what he just that's what he just wrote. She said she's going to get the body jumpsuit. He says <laughs> yes. he's get the body jumpsuit, and everybody should get the I Don't Care book uh, about the autobiography about uh, Aaron Paul, written with Nathan James, and everybody should get it. And, uh, and Jimmy wrote something in it, and I wrote the forward, and that's why everyone should get it as well. That's no, right. And no, Alphonse no, no, wrote, no, no, Aaron, no, no, watch no, out. No, I think no. Eileen wants your pants. They have to buy the book because I wrote something in it. Did you? You wrote something too? I'm pretty sure. No, that, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. You he, never do. You always think you do, but no, you don't. No, You're mentioned the, in it. No, what's his name said to me, write something about the book. And I did. No, that was for Ike. Oh, that was for Ike. <laughs> Jimmy, because I know who Aaron loves, because Billy Hess and myself have not even received one of his books yet. Just so you know. 
Well, I only got mine because I blasted them on. We blasted them on the air to four and a half million people. Well, you want me well, to Well, now push- I just did. There you go. Now well, Eileen just did. You know, and he says the album Dance is coming out at the end of October. If we have to buy everything these people are pushing on our show, you know. We'd be broke. Not even broke. We don't even have a sponsor. So, you know, what is it? You work here for free and then you got to pay to push other people's goodies. Plus, well, we, get, we get packages in the mail every day from people. We, we love it. <laughs> we, got, we, got a, we got a king size mattress in the mail. No. Did yes. you really? Yes. yes. No way. Yes. yes. They want us to sleep I'm on it. I'm supposed to sleep on it and then give them a shout out. And they sent us a mattress. Sleep on it? Not no. yet. It's in the garage. No, it's I, still I, wrapped up. We didn't open it. Yeah. I got free sneakers too. I'm figuring I'll wait for you when you come. I'll put it on a on a thing in the in the study. Honey, I'm sleeping. Have... I'm sleeping right oh, between you and Jimmy. Ron Ron did do a celebrity quote about the book though about Aaron's book. You did do a celebrity quote about it. Of course I did. It's just well, not it's not in the book. Well, whatever it was, I did it for that little bitch. I Absolutely. Mean, you know, so un- let's ungrateful little bitch that never called me to thank so me, with all- you little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Aaron. So let's let's switch this a little bit. So now everybody knows we're all interviewers. We have three interviewers here and everybody is always like wanting to know more about us. So let's let's go who are the the male and female that you haven't interviewed yet? Everybody, if you guys haven't don't know you, you know who Ron and I have interviewed, and Ron's interviewed. Eileen has interviewed everybody. Um, Cindy Lopper, Melissa Jennifer Etheridge, Hudson. Jennifer, Jennifer Hudson. That's the one I want. Uh, Jennifer Ross. Hudson, Diana Ross, yeah, all these great people. Diana Ross. And uh, so, but we all have to have a bucket list of like who's somebody that we really think that we would love to like interview that we haven't yet. So we want to pick a male and a female, and we're gonna go around and see what everybody says. Who is the okay. male and female that they have not interviewed yet? Let's start with the females. Eileen, you go first. I need to interview Billy Idol. No. That's not a female. She'll make oh. him one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want me to be a female? When, <laughs> when, when, I was a female. She'll be so and, excited. And then I looked around the room and I was like, you know, okay. So, <laughs> all right. I, if Eileen met Billy Idol, she'd be so excited. When I did penis- meet him. Wait, when his penis is in his her mouth, she'd bite it off, and he'd then be female. I know you met him, <laughs> but that wasn't my joke. You're gonna oh, like no. interview. You'll you'll interview. I can't believe out of all the people in the world, though, that's the one you pick is Billy Idol. Uh huh. Well, female. Actually, I would like to interview female. Does someone gay count? It doesn't matter. Doesn't more gays? Isn't it? We're not prejudiced against. I want to interview Jeffrey Star. <laughs> Oh, that wouldn't be that hard, I don't think. I think we could interview Jeffree Star. You think? Who's Jeffree yeah, Star? Yeah, a super famous makeup person. Oh. Well, he's kind of like a singer, and he he's does everything. Singer. He does everything, and he's yeah. he's really hot. Yeah, he's really hot. And I think he he'd be in really interesting. All right, you go. Actually, the guy that we have the guy that we have coming on next, his name is Jan Birch, and he did a movie, and the name of the movie was, um. And now for a commercial break. No, no, uh, Cyber Bandits. And in Cyber Bandits stars Martin Kemp, Alexander Paul, Adam Ant, and Grace Jones. I saw Cyber Bandits. Well, he's, he's one of the people in it because you saw it because Adam Ant is in it. Because Adam Ant was in it. It's amazing. I'm, I'm excited now. Yes. Oh, my God. It'll be very cool. And so who are you? Who's a male and a female that you haven't interviewed yet that you want to interview? Female Sophia Loren. Because I know I met her years ago, <clears throat> and I would wonder if she remembered me. Because I was all over her, hugging her, kissing her, talking Italian to her. We made a film. I was an extra in her movie. That kind of woman. That's my female. My male star would probably be. There are so many that I'd like to interview, that are interesting. You know, 
Um, give me a minute. Go go on. You do. do you oh, do. I don't even know because I have so many that I want to interview, but I would really like to interview <laughs> Lady Gaga a lot. And... And I have a, like stupid ones of people who like blow me off who don't who don't uh, respond. Let me guess, Molly Ringwald. Yes, Molly Ringwald and Jenny Garth, two bitches. I can't believe they don't ever respond yeah, to me. Molly but I would Ringwald's love nothing anymore. I mean, she was. A I flash, love Molly she Ringwald. She was a flash in the pan. She was no. a two minute. Maybe, Are you kidding me? She movies. hasn't stopped working for like thirty years. Yeah, but she, nobody knows her. Nobody cares. Yeah, she's they like, do. She's oh, on Riverdale. Oh, uh, the male would be. Uh, I have a lot of them. Um, Let's see. I like Martin Sheen a lot, so I'd like to interview Martin Sheen. Um, I would like to interview... Everybody I want is dead. I would have liked to interview Rock <laughs> Hudson. I would like to have interviewed <laughs> Tab Hunter, my sweet, loving dear But you friend. already interviewed him. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would like to interview him again. Uh, you, you're right. I did interview Tab. <clears throat> All right, I got that. one. You. Okay. What is the most, not the best or whatever, because we all have our favorites and, and, you know, some interviews are better than others, but who stands out in your mind most that you've inter- interviewed, male, female? Oh my God, that's a tricky question. John Barrowman for me was fucking awesome. And uh, uh, I don't know about female, I have to look and see. Uh, oh, female. My best female. I Hold ha- on, I'm I'd gonna... have to say Jane Russell because I love Jane. Of course. You know, I'm so prejudiced towards her. She was my buddy for years, and my my mother, my sister, my lover, my ever not my lover, but my love friend. Um, but Jane wasn't the most interesting uh, interview. I must be honest. I would, have to, yeah. I would have to go with Arlene Dahl when she talked about Lex Barker, Tarzan raping. Uh, Lana Turner's daughter Cheryl Crane when she was 10 years old that was a very intense show and Arlene Dahl denied it because she had then married Lex Barker after Lana threw him out and I said is it true and she banged on the sofa arm and said absolutely a lie Lex Barker had a package so large had he entered a 10 year old girl he would have killed her and I think that was the most provocative interview of Although Tippy Hedrum was good talking about Alfred Hitchcock, I've had really some great interviews from really legendary superstars, and I'm yeah. happy. I'm happy that they were they trusted me enough to come out and talk about these things, knowing that I would handle it. You know, I'd have to say like Joya Bruno from Expose because she's like one of my favorite singers on the planet, and we're friends, and we and I've interviewed her like ten times, and I loved her. Wait, oh. what about you though? Because now it's your turn. I'll answer your own question. It used to be Adam Ant, but now. Ever since Boy George, it's definitely Boy George. He was the most interesting person I have ever spoken to in my life. But a close second is the guy I interviewed yesterday, okay, which is Caleb Quay. He was brilliant. brilliant. I don't know who that is. Either. Caleb Quay is the guy who, who um, uh, he has a new documentary coming out, and he's a guitarist who was, uh, Eric Clapton called the best guitarist in the world, and he... It's basically the guy who discovered Elton John, introduced him to Bernie Taupin, put him together, and made him famous. He's and uh, he's he's super interesting. We're gonna have him on the show soon, so we'll get to actually talk to him. But he's like super super cool, and he's like a legacy in okay. the world of music. Sounds good. Sounds good. Sounds and good. female is um, um, Maya Cuomo's girlfriend. <laughs> who the hell she is, is that? Great. She is she is actually a chef. Okay? 
and um, her name is is Sandra Lee, and she's actually um, like a chef on on TV. But I interviewed her recently, and, and she she was amazing. She was brilliant, also brilliant. Mm-hmm. You know who else I liked a lot was Rachel True, who was one uh, was one of the the witches in the craft. That, that oh, movie, I the love craft. That. Oh, she was what? one of the witches, and, and, and also uh, we also interviewed um, Taryn Manning from Orange Is the New Black, and she was freaking awesome. In, wow. retro, in retrospect, thinking, I really didn't get it on film, but when I uh, was with Lauren Bacall, Humphrey Bogart's wife, I asked her off camera. I said, um, "Was Frank Sinatra really a piece of work when you dated him?" She said, "Don't ask." She said, "He really? was probably." Oh, probably one of the meanest men she had ever met and really cared for. He he worked her over. He played her dirty. Then I said to her, you know, Bogey was so much older than you are. And I couldn't use any of this stuff because she didn't want me to use it. Right. So we kept it very light and airy, which it stinks. It's a lousy interview. And I'm sorry that I don't own it. You know, the, the company I worked for, they own it and they won't release it to me. I'd love to see it again. But Lauren Bacall captured me. She had a a way about her that was just intriguing. You couldn't wait for the next word she said because you had no idea what it was going to be. A tough broad, drank a lot, you know, easy to talk to. She was beautiful. Well, when I knew her, she was old. I mean, I never got them young. I got them always old. But she was a stunningly attractive older woman. What I was impressed with was how big she was. I had no idea she was such a tall woman and a a broad-shouldered woman. She was a big woman. But... I, I really enjoyed her interview, if I could say that. But it was. You know who else was a good interview, and I'm not just saying this, okay? Mr. Ron Russell is an amazing interview. Oh, absolutely. He tells everything, and he, he holds nothing in a very back. Interesting way. Well, because I've lived an interesting life and I've met interesting people, so I don't have crap to talk. I mean, I, I'm not a plumber. I don't talk about Louis next door, the painter. You know, when I talk, I talk Say stories. thank you. Oh, no, I'm going to get this. Don't. See what I mean? <laughs> See what I mean? Do you, do you believe this fucking Hitler? He tells you what to do. I'm not I finished. told you. That's what wives do. <laughs> oh, They're saying not- that in the, in the chat room they want to interview Brian May. Who the hell is that? Brian Mays is the guy from Queen. Queen, the I, band. I, I would interview him. Yeah, he would be a good interview. Yeah. He would be a very good Anyway, interview. thank you. Now that I was interrupted, I forgot what I was talking about. But thank you, Eileen, for that compliment. <laughs> no, seriously. Celebrity. Seriously. I could have said Jimmy, and I did not. No. <laughs> well, Jim, Jimmy's very dull. But Celebrity Cafe said they have never, ever printed uh, interview as long as my interview it was in two parts, part one and part two. And that's when they said, you know so much, could you come on and write for us? But like, did I, I think I said this earlier, I, want, I loved Stella Stevens, one of the, the nicest human beings on the planet. And I just found out that she's in a nursing home and has Alzheimer's. So little by little, the people that I want to interview are growing older and they don't want Skyping and Half of them don't remember who you are or what you are or your phone number. So it's difficult working with people in their 80s and early 90s. Well, you better step it up then. Well, uh, now now I'm going to have to go down to the younger ones that that are in their late 70s, early 80s. Stephanie Powers. Stephanie, yeah, I'm going to contact. Oh, my God, that's a great one. Yeah, Stephanie. I I don't want to do Raquel Welch because Raquel is very difficult. I've been in her company. She's difficult. 
And um, but there's a she lot turned of, me down for coming on the show. Yeah, Raquel Welch. No. Ra- Raquel Welch. Is, <laughs> Raquel Welch lives in a bubble, and it's her own bubble. Uh, but there are so many actresses out there that uh, Diane Baker and, uh, and there's just so many people out there that are that are in their early 70s. But I don't know them. You see, I knew all the old bags because that was my era. But the younger ones, I have. You to know what though? But you, you got to still try. I try everybody. You know, if they say oh, yeah. nothing, they say, oh. Well, I say, I, I write this on my page. Listen, it's free publicity. You have to pay for public relations. You have to pay a lot of money for PR. God, you're a PR. You know what that's all about. Here you're getting five, six million people to hear about you. They don't even know who you are. They think you're dead. Now come exactly. out of Come out of the closet. Jump on this this thing that I'm doing, this Bob Osborne thing to keep old film alive. Jump on it. If you have a movie and you're a famous movie star from the 40s, be happy to be on the show and talk about your film. Bring it back to life. Anybody should be happy to be on the show. You know, well, people watching, people listening. What, a, what is a, an hour of their time? Big deal. Yeah, well, a lot of the stars are old-fashioned and they don't care for the cursing or the subject matter or the way we're wacky and fun. But they don't realize when they come on, I'm a different person. I don't curse and I treat them with a great deal of respect. And I speak kind. Depends on who the guest is. With you, unfortunately, Eileen, he just drops those fucks everywhere. <laughs> listen, listen. Eileen, Eileen is not my friend. Eileen is Mishpoka. She's like my family. Are you kidding? I mean, I, Eileen, Eileen, went, I, Eileen stopped being my friend two years ago. So, well, Eileen, tell everybody what true. you got going. Like, so you're writing a book and putting it together with all your interviews. I am. Can you talk I about am. that a little, or no? Sure, I'll talk about it. Okay, tell us what you're doing. The book is called Waiting for Adam, semicolon, The Chronicles of a Faghead. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) I can't breathe. I cannot breathe from this. And Adam is Adam Ant. Oh. I I waited so many years to interview Adam Ant. It was so hard, and I finally did it, and that was great. But getting to meet him, I met the best people in life. So it's kind of... A little bit autobiographical, and it's kind of funny. It's real funny, actually. And then it's pretty much everybody I've interviewed in life. You two have the, your own chapter. Really wow. funny. <laughs> well, you got to when you when you're in print, send me a copy. I'll read it and then talk about it. But it's yeah, got to be definitely. funny. It has to be funny. You know, I get so much on Facebook, Ron. When are you writing that book? Because they love when I talk about celebrities and my encounter to the celebrities. Over the last um, 60 years, maybe. God, can I say that? 60, yeah, you can say yeah. 60. 60 years I've met celebrities. I mean, way back from Greta Garbo, you know, when I was 21 years old till now. So they're good stories. And they're about legendary actors and actresses that we will never have again. Superstars. Ron, yes. you are an amazing artist. I don't know how many people know that. Well, not but- really. I need permission to you. I want one of your artwork in my book. Okay. Yeah, put, the one I'll of put, me with my big boobs caught yes. in an elevator. <laughs> yes. Can I, well, can I well, use that? Would you let me use that? Oh, honey, I'd let you use anything of mine. Mostly, you know what? But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like, of course, I would give it to my heart and soul. I love that picture. It's because you didn't back into the elevator quick enough. So your knockers got caught in the door. That is a funny thing. <laughs> I like that one also, but I like the one of the three of you trying to get through the door. And yeah, that's, that was good. <laughs> what, what's her name? Who I love? Um, oh, the black gal, the heavy, big black gal. You know who I mean? 
What's Jackie Dupree? No, 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 no. The one that we what drove home. Jackie? I forget. The one that we drove home. Oh, the publicist. The publicist. The, the one that works the fashion show. Oh, Yvonne? <laughs> Yvonne, Yvonne. Yvonne, who I love. Yvonne's one of my best Facebook people. I keep telling her, put eyelashes on. I hate you without eyelashes. Anyways, you, Yvonne, and somebody else trying to get through a door, and all of your breasts break the side of the plaster and the door frame. <laughs> Because you're trying to get using that one too. I think that's amazing. <laughs> you get it. You're trying to anyway. I I did this and it was a big thing. But I I don't have the time to do that anymore. You know I I I do more but things. You're so than, good at it. Well, see, I would like to see you do a coffee table book with that. I would even write the jokes if you wanted me to. You know, oh, go yeah. along with it. Would Can be we a, do that? Yeah, it would be a toilet book. I would like to uh -huh. exactly hang it in the toilet. I love years ago we used to have toilet books. That people would read if they sat there longer than they should, and they were called toilet books. But in my bathroom, I have a, a guest book for my toilet. <laughs> I, <have laughs> a guest book. I I should have had that. You know, <laughs> I have a, I have a bed uh, that everybody signed that slept in it. So I have quite a few celebrities that slept in that headboard, in that bed. And um, oh, honey, I'd run out of pages. I can't do that. <laughs> no, no, no. These were these were only selected. Big shot. I mean, like Mr. Blackwell, Jane Russell, and people like that that uh, slept that slept in that bed. The super legends. I I consider them. You know, people in the film today they're like us. We don't have that in awe of because no. they're, they're not stars. They're not glamorous. They're not beautiful. No one believed that Marilyn Monroe peed, shitted, and farted. It was like no Marilyn Monroe doesn't do those things, but she did. You sure? <laughs> oh, well, yeah. I can't picture it. <laughs> well, Jane Russell said that she had to once, at, when they were doing Gentlemen Prefer Blondes, they were doing dancing for like six weeks, and Jane had to say to Marilyn to shower because Marilyn wow. uh, wasn't very clean. She didn't have great hygiene, which everybody says. So Marilyn uh, was not one to, to work out all day long dancing and then shower and then come back to work. Well, so, I think... Two of you together are the best couple in life. I think you should win an award because you're you and Jimmy's so sweet and calm and kind. Ugh, ugh. <laughs> We're going to win an Emmy. We're going to get an Emmy next year. Such a lie. You Eileen, should get an Emmy. Eileen, do you know what he's like? She knows what I'm like. I, I talked to her a lot. I <laughs> once took a girl's roller skates. Okay, and I was I had mine on, but I put my hands on hers, and I was like a horse rolling down the sidewalk. She behaved like a little screaming, yelling, carrying on that she wanted her roller skates. About a month ago, Jimmy behaved the same way. That's true. Like a little girl screaming at me and yelling at me and saying all kinds of things. And then he's fine. But Jimmy has a temper. Jimmy's not all so wonderful. Jimmy's we very, all have tempers. Jimmy's so very temper, but Jimmy's very calm. And he's very opinionated, and he doesn't like too many people. He's he, actually he can live without people. He's told me this a million times. He has his own. He's he also lives in a bubble, his own world. And sometimes I'm I feel like I'm not there. You know, I have to fight my way in. You know what? Jimmy loves to work. He's he has that that too much, work too, ethic. Too much. If he could be locked in a room for 48 hours alone working, even without food and water, he would do it. I would, too. He has. What are you talking about? He has done it. I bet. I'm I mean, sure. Jimmy tweets from the bathroom. Let's face it. He does. <laughs> Jimmy, 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 tweets, Jimmy tweets everywhere. 
I know. I have to tweet everywhere. It's part of what I do. Yeah, but you know what? There's a thing called life. There's a thing called people in your life. I mean, there are times that I lay in bed and I think, what the fuck am I doing with this guy? Really and truly, I should be with somebody my own age. And we could travel and go, like, do what all the old bags do. You know, get a guy 75, we'll say, not even 78. <clears throat> that would have been nice. But somebody so much younger than I, I'm always in his world. He rarely comes into my world. That's not true. It is true. I can't uh, get into Jimmy's, everybody. Jimmy's I, I can't get into the chat room, everybody. So I don't know why I'm working. I on I mean, it. everybody that we socialize with now are Jimmy's people, either their clients or their actresses and actresses and or friends of his. And mine are not here. So it's, I don't really That's mind. Not true. But you have great friends. Oh my God, you have Garrick, who I love more than life itself. Oh yeah, you Garrick. And, friends. Garrick and Tony, I love. They're my dearest. You have of Chris Bennett. I mean, come on, you have the best friends. Yeah, but we don't see each other that often. Everybody works. Everybody's busy. This is Palm Springs, where nobody gets old. You could be ninety, and they they're running a, a, a hat shop or something. Nobody sits here like Florida. Everybody in Florida, where are they? They play mahjong, they play dominoes, they lay by the pool, they have their nails done, and they die. All right? <laughs> here, <laughs> no, here, the, the women 90 years old are running businesses. Yeah, they're, everybody here works. I love producers, it. They're making movies. I mean, we have a friend, I won't mention who she is, but she's about 80. And she's got a hit film coming out, major film, by the way, in, in the big theaters coming out. And these people just don't quit. Nobody, nobody retires. Anymore. You know what, Ron? You're doing four movies. Yes. What do you think he's going to do while you're on set? He's into three of them or two of them. He yeah, plays. My, he plays my. Uh, I'm going. I can't say the film, but he's going to play my Oriental concubine. In <laughs> <one film. laughs> he's going to be in drag as a little Chinese girl. <laughs> That's a comedy, also. That's he never a, told me that. Yeah, well, he wouldn't. That's a spoof on Blazing Saddles. Then we're in a we're in a Churchill film. We're in two Churchill films together. I play a mafia guy in Churchill's film who is going to kill somebody up in the cabin, and a giant rat, huge rat the size of two horses, uh, gets me. I won't say what he does, but anyway, it's an interesting film. We shoot that in November, and then the other film I can't even talk about, but um, it's a very famous person that's producing it, and it's about black cowboys. You have two different Churchill films you're oh, in. Oh, cool. I, I, so I'm really in five films coming. How far, away is, how far away is Rochester from wherever you are? Far. Um, it's about eight hours. Okay, too far. Okay. Why? Well, who's in Rochester? No, the, the Clown Motel thing we went to the other day, they're having a premiere, a red carpet premiere in Rochester, and they said if we know anybody who wants to go, but like... You're not going to go eat hours well, only for that because movie. she's yeah. so north. She's North Long Island. Rochester's North yeah. Manhattan, North New York. Hey, hey, what's up? There he is, little ham. L love the haircut. Yeah, it looks look awesome. Him. You want to be an? Actor? Today was Wacky Wednesday in school, so he needed green hair. Oh, I love it. You want to be an actor? What does he want to be when you grow up? What do you say? What do you want to be when you grow up? Teacher. A, a teacher. teacher. Oh, that's good. So Long Island. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love your hair and your little diamond stud. That looks fabulous. There's Everybody. two of them, actually. One on each ear. Okay. That grandma bought, I'm sure. No, grandma didn't, but grandma's very happy that he has them. He just brought me a pumpkin spice. Good. Pumpkin spice. Oh, that's nice. So now what's going on socially? What am I missing? Nothing. Nothing. I'm working all the time. Me too. Him too. Stinks. Now's the time to I work. love it. 
Christmas I'll be social. So serious? Yeah. When are you coming? When are you coming to San Francisco? Maybe in December, at the beginning of December. The beginning of December, I think the second week in December, we've decided. And then um, I'll stay there and visit you. And uh, we'll we'll find some cool things that we can go to. We'll find out when the red carpet premiere for Hanukkah is, and maybe you'll be here at that yeah! time. Yeah. That would be great because that's a good. That, everybody's going to be uh, on going to that one. That's a biggie. Oh shoot, we got to go what, though. We got to go. One thing I want to say, you know, what pisses me off. They did a red carpet in New York and Garden City of all places, and people were on the red carpet that weren't even in the business. They were just friends of somebody in the business. What the hell is going on with red carpets? Now I see an ad on my Facebook page saying a Thursday night a red carpet for this movie. Come and be a volunteer to come on the red carpet. I mean, we have to wait online while these nobodies are on the red carpet. <laughs> now, though, I get screenings to very cool movies. I got a square, uh, an invitation before everyone sees it to Bohemian Rhapsody today, and I'm so excited about oh, that. That's going to be a good one. That's the story yeah. of Queen. Who? Queen. Yeah. Oh, Queen, the band. Yeah, I, was, I know. I'm, it's not Queen. Freddie Mercury. Yeah, Freddie Mercury. That's going to be a I good one. I would have liked to interview him. Yeah, he'd, he'd be a good one. I would have loved to have interviewed, yeah. All right, so we got we got to go. So what we're going to do is, first of all, everybody, follow Eileen Shapiro on Twitter, at Eileen Shapiro 3. Um, if you need any PR services, her company is fabulous. It's at World Star PR. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we are fantastic. And if you're looking for something to read and you're waiting for her new book, come out, get her last book, which is called Precious Little Devils. It's on all the different digital download sites and bookstores everywhere you go. So check that out. And Eileen, we got to go because we got to call our next guest. Bye, guys. Love Bye. You. Love Bye, you. Thank you for the visit, my honey. I love Bye. You. I miss you. Love you too much. Love you. Bye. Bye, honey bunch. Yay, you guys. So that's Eileen Shapiro. We love her. She's fabulous. Um, I miss my friends in New York, Jimmy. Yes, they're all good. I see them because they're all on Instagram, too. So like, they all like make comments on Instagram a lot. Chad, are you on Instagram? You're not, right? No, sir. You're, you're not on anything but Facebook? That's about it. Pretty boy, okay. huh? Yeah. <laughs> You're on Facebook, Chad? Can you believe it? You're not my friend. No? I don't know. I never saw you on there. You've posted on my post. I remember before. I don't know, like last year sometime. Or earlier this year, maybe. I, I, Chad, doesn't, Chad isn't one of those people who like post shit every uh, day. No, but stuff. I have to check no. and see if Chad is one of my friends. Maybe once every few months I'll post some. You know, Facebook, if you don't do posting, they take you off. They do? They have the nerve. Oh, yeah, they remove friends. You know how many friends have had to refriend because Facebook decided, well, you haven't heard from them in eight months, so they're not really. Twitter's doing friend. the same thing. Like, it unfollowed like 15 people yeah. on me that I followed, that I talked to all the time, and it unfollowed them. And I was like, what the heck's going on? Yep, that's cool. what they might have gotten rid of you. I got to go check. Anyway, you guys, <laughs> so you can hear the Jimmy Star Show, everybody. We appreciate everybody tuning in. But we're every Wednesday from 12 to 2 p.m. Pacific time, 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern time on W4CY Radio R. Home station with the fabulously talented Chad Murphy. Oh, yeah. You can hear us on Monster FM Radio in New York, K4HD Radio in L.A., Jackalope Radio in St. Louis, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Podbean, Audioboom, Podomatic, iTunes, Apple TV, and Spreaker. On television, you can see us on Vimeo, YouTube, YouTube, and Roku, and very soon, Comcast and Xfinity On Demand, and then in January, Spectrum On Demand. So we're going to be everywhere like stink on shit. It's going to be fabulous. <laughs> Look at that face. I see it. 
<laughs> such class. I love it. You gotta like enjoy it. And everybody in the chat room, hope you're enjoying it. Pat Grant from Canada, B Claudia from Germany, Patrick Talbot, who's ghostly beard on Twitter, Dave from Stars Now UK jumped in there. And uh, I know there's a lot of other people. So hello everybody. Thanks for tuning in. We're gonna call our next guest. Does he look like he's online, Chad? Let me roll over to the sidewalk and take a look here. Mm-hmm. Yes. So what we're going to do, you guys, is we're going to call our next guest. His name's Jan Birch. You know him from a whole bunch of movies, but also uh, he was in The People Under the Stairs, which is one of the greatest like horror movies ever. We're going to play the trailer for you guys now so you can see it while we're getting him uh, going. Chad, you got that ready? That I do. All right, everybody, so check out the trailer for The People Under the Stairs. In every neighborhood, there is one house that adults whisper about and children cross the street to avoid. Now, Wes Craven, creator of A Nightmare on Elm Street, takes you inside. Something's in there. We gotta get out of here, Leroy. All sorts of rumors about what goes on in that house. The police never took it serious. She's been feeding that thing between the walls again. Very, very tense about this. There must be another way out. Can't get out. No one ever has. What goes on in this house is a sin. Your father's one sick mother, you know that? Actually, your mother's one sick mother, too. But what goes on under the stairs <laughs> is a nightmare. It is time to clean house! Come for me in there! Wes Craven's The People Under the Stairs. All right, fellas, there you go. Hey, Chad. That's me. Um, so, Jan, can you see us now or no? No, I can't see you. Uh, why would he not be able to see us, Chad? Hmm, I don't know. I can see Jan. I can see you. You can see both of us? Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know if you... You know what we look like since we met you two weeks ago. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> like, come on. You came... Oh, I see the bottom of your head in the... Yeah, I see your hand in, the, in, the, in, this, in the corner of the screen. So it's like the angle is off. We're in a corner, too. I don't know why, but Chad, when you're um, recording, it'll be okay, right? Oh, yeah. Maybe, Jan, right, so is your page fully blown up, Jan? Uh, is, yeah. All yeah. right. Maybe try to shrink your page. All right. Let me try to shrink my page. <clears throat> see if you can Ooh, see that, him that, that way or move like it around. Or... <laughs> oh, now I can see you. Bam. Shrink okay. Page, I can see you. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, you got to love it, everybody. Is better? Well, look at Ron. Ron's posing for you now. All right. I see you guys now. <laughs> All right. So it's Jan Birch, and we're going to like uh, do a good intro now that we know everybody can hear you. So here we go. Now, everybody, we're going to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly talented Jan Birch. Hello, and welcome to the show. Thank you so very, very much. I'm happy to be here. Let me introduce you to everybody, starting off with my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Good seeing you again. Enjoyed seeing you. What is it? About a week ago? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. You yeah, about two weeks ago. It was a fun night, wasn't it? it was a great yeah, night. we had a good time at Betrayed. I, mean, I really met a lot of nice people. 
and uh, we met you, of course. Yeah. And we we also met what's his name, Jake Busey. I knew Jake him. Jake Busey, who's a nice guy. So it was an interesting. <laughs> and we met your beautiful wife. That was yes. your wife, right? Yes, Victoria. Yeah. Victoria, she was beautiful and so nice. So it was really to be nice very to meet careful her. Careful when you do that. Why? Because sometimes these guys don't travel with their wives. <laughs> so when you say that, that beautiful girl you were with, you better make sure it's the wife before you say it. Otherwise, these guys are going to beat the shit out of you. Good point. Good point. <laughs> Right now, let me say. Hold something. on, then we no, got. I we got to finish something. the introductions. Oh, finish. Then we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. John Birch, thanks for joining us. Good to have you. Great to great to be here, actually. And we have a chat room with every country represented. We've got Australia, we've got Canada, we've got Germany, we've got Estonia, the United States, all over the place. England, say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hey, hey, everybody in the chat room. There you go. And you can follow him, you guys. He's on Twitter at Jan Birch, Y-A-N-B-I-R-C-H. All right, now you can say whatever you want to say. Go ahead. Oh, Jimmy said to me a couple of weeks ago something about Under the Stairs. And I said, Jimmy, I love that movie. And he said, you? You, don't ha you hate those kind of movies. <laughs> I said, yes, I do. But this one I really liked. I thought it was a very well done film and interesting. And the actors were good. And then he said, you were eventually coming on, he thought. And I said, great. I just want to tell you, you did a nice film. Because most of these horror movies stink. Yeah, I mean, that was, that was an amazing film and obviously an amazing experience for me with that, working with uh, the late uh, Wes Craven, a dear friend of mine. Um, and it was also, a, a, as Wes Craven's films, you know, a lot of times are, it was, it was even political. The black little, the, the black kid was the hero. The monsters under the stairs, you know, turned out to be heroes. It was a, it's a very, uh, uh, you know, radical potential he had with it with what he wanted to say with the film so everybody too in case you haven't seen the people under the stairs what you have what year did that come out Long ago. 1991 1991 you guys it stars Brand brandon quentin adams and you guys know him also because he was like the little kid in all the like uh mighty ducks movies which i love those mm, mighty yeah. ducks movies aj langer from my so-called life uh ving rames sean whalen who's now on uh, nbc superstore and Bill Cobbs, Kelly Joe Minner's been on our show, Wendy Robick, and Everett McGill, and it was a Wes Craven film, and you were in it. And I think it's one of the best done films, uh, especially of that decade, and uh, it still holds up today. It's fabulous. And did you have a great time? I had the best time. I, like I said, one of the best directors I've ever worked with so far still is Wes Craven. He was uh, more of a, my friend, a buddy, than a director. Uh, he was very easygoing, and he just wanted to get it right. And he never worried about the studio or the studio's money or when they complained. And when he was over budget, it was just, I'm making my movie, and that's it. What do you think that film cost? It was $6 million. Which is a lot back in 1991. Today, it's uh, $30 million. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it made $31 million in the box office right off the bat in the U.S. I mean, it was number one for six weeks, so he definitely hit it, hit it out of the ballpark. Absolutely. I, I hope your contract had it at the end for you. They didn't do that back then. <laughs> they didn't do that back then? <laughs> no, they didn't do that they back didn't, then. No, they didn't do that back then. But, you know, it was one of those rare movies who was, a, you know, number one box office hit and was also became a cult movie. Because it's, yes. it's usually a, yeah. a very big cult movie. So do you do you keep in touch with like a lot of the people that were in that film? Do you guys go to conventions like as a group and everybody do autographs and stuff? Yeah, we go. Uh, me, Sean, Brandon, and Kelly go. The four of us go to a lot of conventions and do uh, 
you know, we did the, the, the 20 year anniversary, we did the 25th now recently, and we probably do the 30th if we, uh, God bless, all be still here. But uh, we have a good, we have a lot of a lot of good times in those. We we are very close. We're like a family, you know. I love it. I think it's fantastic. And and another thing I think is super great. That movie came out in 1991, and you've worked pretty steady. But right now, it's kind of like a resurgence for you because now you're like super hot. Like you have like all these films coming out. You have like I think 11 films or something in development. You're in films with all kinds of people that we've had on the show. Um, you're in I think uh, another Harley Wallen film. Uh, Abeyance, Sky Sharks, like half the cast of Sky Sharks has been on our show. Um, Killer Rose with Caroline Williams and Felissa Rose, and and uh, we we went to the closing, uh, the last day of shooting, and did interviews with all of them. Agramon's Gate, I mean, like you're like hot right now. Like, how does that feel to be like, kind of like you know, be back and be so hot and have like all these projects coming out and everybody like wanting to like cast you again? Oh, it, it's an, a fantastic feeling. I mean, I'm, I'm incredibly grateful, and I appreciate everything that comes my way. And it's, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it's fun. I'm having so much fun. It's just, you know, when you get older, you just appreciate things a little bit differently. And and I and every every movie I get, I appreciate more. And I, I love to work. So, and a lot of these people I work with now are my friends. You right. Know? That makes it even how, how more fun. How does it fun. feel to be in a hit movie? Because, you know, he's on my page, Wallen. Oh, Harley? Harley. And he said, oh, my God, 5,000 50,000. 50,000 copies are gone, and we can't get it. And he's carrying on. So I said, oh, next time make a shitty movie that you'll have a million copies up your ass and you can't push it. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! What are you? What are you carrying on about, stupid bitch? You got a hit film. You he sold out. You were very good in that film. Let me tell you something. You know you added quality to the film. But I got to tell you, he's quite an actor. His Russian accent was good, and his portrayal was very good. Which everybody, hang on, we're talking about betrayed. Yeah, betrayed. The and latest film shocked. by Harley Wallen that has a, lot, I, a great cast, and, and of which Jan is part of the cast. I never saw Harley's work. So I thought, you know, he produced it, he put his ass in there, he's going to, like, fuck up every line, sound like he's reading a script. No. Everybody was very good. He directed you, correct? Yes. I mean, he's, he's a, an amazing director. And, I mean, you don't forget, he came from acting. He was an actor first. Uh, and, and that you can really tell uh, at his directing skills and the way, the, the technique he uses because he lets you kind of be who you are and he lets you grow into the character that you feel like, like you want to play it. That, you know, he lets you get the first stab at it, basically. You, you know, first time I work with him, I, I walk up to him like you would do with all directors. So what are you looking for? What do you want me all to right. do? And, and he's like, you know, do what you want to do and then, then we'll talk. So well, that's what, my, you know, then I'm, so he's more like a sculptor. He sculpted the piece that when it's half done, instead of trying to make it from scratch. Love he it. Let, that, he let, you know, he let the artist make all the little pieces come together. That's what makes everyone's performance in that movie easy. You know, sometimes you see a film and you could feel the the character is forcing its way into the storyline. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's happened exactly. in a lot of films, but this film, everybody just sort of eases into it. There's, there's, you, you, that's the only thing I could say to East End. I enjoyed it. I think everybody will certainly. They must love it. They're buying it like crazy. I hope you're at the end of this film too. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Of course, this film's going to make a lot of money. <clears throat> I 
I love it. So, but it couldn't happen to nicer people and couldn't happen to a nicer guy. He's a gem. Yeah, we had him on our show. Yeah, uh, I love him. For He's his other good. movie that came out, um, I forgot the name of it now, but the one about the family who has all the adopted kids. Bennett's song. Yeah. Bennett's song. Yeah, we right. had him on to promote that, but we had never met him until your premiere, and we had him come on the week before your premiere. Uh, and then we got to meet him and go to the premiere, meet all you guys, and it was really a lot of fun. He's like a real buddy. He's a guy. Yeah, he's a really cool guy. Real, he's like, oh, just he's, like a he's, guy. Uh, yeah, we, we're really close now. I've done, I've done three films with him now, and, and it will be more next year. So uh, yeah. we have a very good relationship. You know, we're both Swedish, too. It's kind of like the, it's, the, right. the, core, the core is there. The core, no matter what kind of guy he would be, I would give him a chance because he's Swedish. But I didn't really, you know, I didn't even have to do that. Which is nice. He came in and just freaking, you know, he, he's the best. Uh, yeah, he really I, is. I wish, I wish Lady Gaga would feel that way. She's Italian and so am I. I wish she'd get me in one of our films. <laughs> <laughs> so another thing that I think is funny about you, because I, I follow, you know, I, I'm a big horror movie buff, so I like see everything uh, the, from the really shit to the really good ones. And um, But one thing I didn't know about you until I was looking at your IMDb is that you're also a soapy. Um, yeah, I did. I did a couple of soap. I did a, a Santa, Santa Barbara, Barbara and you did and Young and the Restless. Yeah, and we've had everybody from Young and the Restless. We've had like tons of Young and the Restless people because we also have a lot of soapies. They, they a lot of them live here in California. We've had all of them on the show. And we uh, invented the word soapies, by the way. Oh yeah, I don't know well, what other people call I, it. That's I, just I, what... I started calling them soapies, and one of them said, "That's interesting. We've never been called soapies before." I said, "Oh well, that's what you are to me, soapies." <laughs> I, I I never watched soap. I went out with a guy years ago who was on a soap opera. Um, what was his name again? I forgot. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> I I was like seventeen. He was like thirty. What the hell was his name? Oh my god! This is you can awful. think about it later. We'll yeah. keep going. Anyway, he was on. I think as the world turns or one of those things. So do you? What you're in a lot. You're in a lot of horror movies. Do you watch a lot of horror movies? Is there something that you like and enjoy? And if so, like what are some of your favorite horror movies besides the ones that you're in? <laughs> um, <laughs> well, you know, I watch some. I'm not a complete horror fanatic, uh, which might be weird because I've done a lot of horror movies. You know, I like all movies. I just like I like just the art, the the the, the passion. I have passion for the art, so I like to see a little bit of everything. Same with music, but uh, I obviously I do enjoy watching a good good movie, no matter what genre it is. And and I would say uh, maybe The Exorcist uh, a is a really good movie for me. Uh, um, you know, the first Freddy Krueger was good. Yeah, I, I, like West. I like West the way he directs with a little bit of comedy in it. Uh, yeah, a few a few movies like that for sure. It's so funny because we we had Amanda Wiss on the show. I think it's Wiss or Weiss. I'm not sure how you Weiss. pronounce it. Weiss is it Weiss? Anyway. Uh, we had a, Actually, it is Wiss. It's Wiss, I think. It is Wiss. We had Amanda Wiss on the show, and he didn't know who she was, and we were talking about horror movies, and he's like, have you ever seen that movie where the girl gets grabbed in the middle of the bed by the guy with the claws on his hand? You know, and she was like, yeah, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did I know? And he didn't, he didn't know that, and it was hilarious. And I said to her, because I started, before I said it, I said, the scariest thing I've ever seen that really upset me, which I don't get bothered. I'm from Brooklyn. What's going to scare me? Nothing. So was when the man's hand came to the mattress and grabbed the girl. That really was weird. She said, that was me. I thought, holy shit. She was so fabulous. She was fun. Do you actually know? Do you know? Have you ever met her? No, I've not. Okay, you you'd like her. She, you guys would get along well. I am. I'm sure. 
So you also did a film, and we just had another guest on before you. Her name's Eileen Shapiro, and she's a huge Adam Ant fan. So we were talking about you because you did a movie called Cyber Bandits back in the day, and it had Martin Kemp, who that's the guy from Spandau Ballet, right? Martin Kemp, I think. Yes. Yes. Martin Kemp and Alexandra Paul, who's been on our show, and Adam Ant and Grace Jones and you, and she's a huge Adam Ant fan. She's got a book that she's writing, like Searching for Adam, because she spent years trying to interview him, and now she in- interviewed him and everything. Um, and so she, that's like her most favorite musician like in the world. And I told her you were coming on, and she's like, oh, I saw that movie. It was a great movie. Uh, and, and that's not horror. No, I actually, I, it's a thriller, but I play a very interesting part. I play a transvestite. Uh, actually, Grace transvestite. is Jones's girlfriend. A transvestite, you? Yeah. <laughs> that, had a, I, that, I, that was a stretch. Yeah, no, it was, uh, I actually, I went, when I went to the audition, I felt, at least at the callback, I was the only straight male there. It was, uh, it was, it was uh, the whole room was actual transvestites, and this is 1993, 94, I think, uh, and I just went in, and I went in for the audition. I ended the callback with jumping in the director's lap because it just felt like right. It was right. And, <laughs> 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 no, I, maybe that's why you got cast. Right. Maybe that helped you get cast, <laughs> right. though. He liked the feeling. Now, did you have any scenes with Grace? Uh, no, I did not. We just took pictures together, and then I was actually running a bar, and we were talking about her like my girlfriend, but we didn't actually – we met on set, but we actually didn't have any right. dialogue. Because I heard she was hard to work with. Uh, well, you know, if she was she difficult. Was, you know, uh, I've heard a few things, but I'm I'm sure we had a good time. We had a really good time. Because I, I hate that when you hear things about somebody being hard to work with, and next thing you know, you're cast in a movie and you've got scenes with them, and you're going to say, "Oh shit, here we go now with the temperament, with the I don't like the lighting, my lines enough for me, I need to rest, I got my period, I just peed," you know, all that nonsense that these these divas pull, or men also. Yeah, but a lot of times it ends up that that's all not true. Yeah, but you have to stand there <laughs> and put up with this shit. Like in the early days when I did extra work, they would tell us, do not talk to the stars. Well, you're not supposed to now either. Oh, bullshit. No, you're not allowed to talk to the stars. There are no stars today. What do you think? It's Hollywood? (laughs) They're actors. actors. I know, but they don't let you do that today either. No, that's not so because Caroline said that's, that's not so. That's not, that's different on an indie film, but if you went on a major like film, like I did all those TV shows, you couldn't do it. You couldn't talk to them. I did, but you what couldn't. What are you talking about? I was on major television shows, all those big shows, and I hung out with everybody. I give a shit with the world. If you're on set, if you're on set, do you talk to the extras? Uh, if they talk to me, yeah. I mean, <laughs> sometimes you, you know, it all depends on if if it's all in the same room. Of course, I do. But if they, if they like a lot of times they're just separated in a different area of the film and you really don't see them. You just see them there behind you when you shoot, and then that's not a good time to, right, to right. strike up a conversation. Talking. But right. you know, of course, you know, I don't mind being, you know, I like being friendly with everyone. Uh, I love it. I was no, I was nineteen years old. I played a soldier extra in the films that kind of woman with Sophia Loren. Sophia didn't speak English well at the time. I speak Italian fluently. Guess who sat next to Sophia for four days? Me. They kept telling me, you can't sit there, you can't sit there. Till finally she said, please let him sit here. He's very amusing and fun. And I just sat there bullshitting with her in Italian <laughs> between takes. <laughs> and I thought it was terrible that they had this kind of prejudice. You know. Yeah, Not- no, but it's just also, you know, it's just, I mean, they, they do have, you know, things happening on set with some 
weird, you know, weird in both extras and stars. I mean, weird things can happen. So I mean, even to nowadays, they they have to be even more careful. You know, it's all kinds of things True. going on. True, true, absolutely. An, an extra could be a mad bomber. Also, like, yeah. is the movie Death House? Is it out? Because I saw Death somebody posted out. something that it's coming out. Yeah, no, Death House is where, where it was coming out all now in all media. So it was released on theaters in April. And now it's getting ready to come out. Because, like, you know, that Death House is, a, is one of the biggest, like, every star on the planet is in it film. And, and I was, like, looking at all the people who were in it. And we've had almost every single person on the show. You guys, so do you know when it's coming out? Yeah, I mean, they, uh, I don't know the exact date. I think some, sometime in, in this month they're coming in all medias. But it was theatrical in April already. came out. So Death House, you guys, stars Adrian Barbeau, Sid Haig. Sid Haig's been on the show. Tony Moran. Uh, Tony Todd's been on the show. Kane Hodder's been on the show. Max Wasser was just on the show. Uh, Dee Wallace has been on the show. Barbara Crampton's been on the show. Vernon Wells has been on the show. Gabrielle Stone, we interviewed. Sean Whalen hasn't yet, but we're going to now that we met him with you at uh, Betrayed. Yeah. Um, Courtney Palm's been on the show. Felissa Rose has been on the show. Tiffany Shepard's been on the show. Gregory Blair's been on the show. Debbie Roshan, Lloyd Kaufman, Bill Oberst, Tiffany Shepard, and... Sarah French, they've all been on the show. It's like a movie that almost every person in it, now that we got you on here, has been on the show. And wow. uh, uh, I, don't, I hope wait, it's good with quick, all those a people. A quick Adrian Barbeau story. I met Adrian at a party, and we were gabbing, and I said, you know, when we were kids and you were on Maud, and you danced in that belly dancing thing with the little bra, all the guys went crazy, so they renamed you. She said, what? I said, Adrian Barboobs. <laughs> said, I figured it would be something like that. <laughs> she knew I was a dirty pig. <laughs> you got oh, I, love it. I did. She's I did nice. As well with her. She's a nice gal. She was writing, I think, three uh, movies at the time or stories for movies when I last saw her. I don't know what happened with them. You also have terror tales with Felissa Rose, Lorene Landon, and Ari Lehman. Literally, like your 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 work is a who's who of like all the people that I, I I've met and enjoyed and we've had on our show. So I think number one, kudos for that. Number two, kudos for all the the new stuff and all the new stuff you're gonna have coming out and and, and the fact that everybody's casting you a lot again. And number three, let's go to this. So of all the films you know that have ever been released before, I don't mean your films. Like if you could have been in any film that's ever been made. You know, uh, what film would you have liked to have been in? And then, be, as you're thinking about it, tell us also who are, like, your bucket list of a male and a female actor and actress that you think would be, like, so awesome to, like, work with. Uh, uh, well, I would say um, Lord of the Rings. Oh, there you go. The movie that I would like to have been in, yes. Um, Robert De Niro. Okay. I would like to work with, and uh, probably like Susan Sarandon. Oh, that's a good one. Love to work with her. I'm so glad you didn't say Meryl Streep because everybody always yeah. says Meryl Streep. <laughs> Susan Sarandon's been around, and she's a good actress. She really uh, is understated, I think. Oh, she has that movie that she does. I love she, Susan. Sarandon. Where Julia Roberts is like dating her husband because she's divorced, and she ends up that she has cancer. And she takes pictures of all the kids and turns them into statues. I forgot what the name of it is, but it's like the most grippling, I cried the whole way through movie ever. She's fantastic. I love her. Yep, she's a good actor. She's a good one. I would have picked her, too. Actually, I think she'd be a fun one. No, yeah, but you know what? She's People, a great actress. She yes. seems to be forgotten. It's like she never is in the press or anything. People forget Susan Sarandon. 
whereas Meryl Streep, everybody knows, it's always about Meryl Streep. And I wonder if it's because of their PR people. Do they have publicists anymore, or is that a thing of the past? Oh, no, they definitely do. No, they do. Everybody has a publicist, yeah. So how come Susan Sarandon's publicist doesn't have her out there? I think they only put her out there when she's got stuff coming yeah, out. when she's like a communist or something. They make her out there. <laughs> you know, no, it's, it's, very, it's, very, uh, it's very vehicle-driven now. It's, it's like almost everything is vehicle-driven more than in the past. Basically, even your publicist, it's like if, to get an agent, for example, you kind of have to have a vehicle before you get an agent. You go, if you want some with substantial, uh, you know, a substantial agent. Uh, so basically, you have to make money before they take you. And the publicists are very similar nowadays because if you don't have a major vehicle, that they, they, basically all they got to do is pick up the phone. Everybody wants the story. They don't want to do as much work as they used to do uh, that's the impression I get. Oh, that's funny. Not this guy next to me. He works around the clock. Like, that's what I do to support myself. I do this. We do this show, and we're in films, and we do all kinds of fun stuff. But like, I support myself as a publicist. But, um, but I take any anybody who's like like trying to like work, and we try to build with them. So we don't. We work with a lot of like well-known people. Um, but not like not like a Susan Sarandon well-known people. <laughs> no, but if, but, if, but if you if you worked for Susan. I would have said to you, listen, Jim, I'm not reading anything about it because I follow all of your clients. And he does a good job getting their asses out in the public. But um, just a lot of stars that really you don't hear about anymore. It's always the same people. They're Robert, on Twitter, though. Robert De Niro, Meryl Streep. You know, it's the same old names. Every, But the other people just don't seem so to get a break. Why did you pick? why did you pick Lord of the Rings? Uh, well, <clears throat> I was up for it. Viggy uh, uh, Mortensen's part. Uh, so, you know, it was always like, it would have been great to get the part. And second of all, it, it was uh, just that kind of movie that made such an impression worldwide that you can just that, do that $1 billion movie and, and uh, uh, you can basically uh, sculpt your craft from there. You should have played Robin Hood. Oh, I would have loved that too. <laughs> you would have been, Actually, there's a new because, Robin Hood wait, coming hang out on, now. Because you're on the Errol Flynn type, and you could have definitely uh, revised the Errol Flynn Robin Hood. Uh, you, yeah, that I would have cast you as Robin. Well, actually, Hood. I could see you as as an Errol Flynn type too. Yeah, but you have to get an English accent, lose the Swedish accent, which actors do. Let me hear your English accent. Oh, uh, that it's not very good, actually. <laughs> <laughs> In order to get you to play Robin Hood, you have to have an English accent. No, I, I would get a I would get a voice coach to do it. The thing is, with me, when I I learned the the British English in school, so I grew up with a British English right, with right. a Swedish little accent. I come over here, have a voice, you know, work on my own, and then have a voice coach and try to be so American. You like always have to be American, or then I get a lot of Germans and I get a lot of other Swedish with an accent that I don't have, like the strongest accent. So then. Something like British, which I started with, is almost the hardest one to get back to. So I got it. Oh, like absolutely! It, it's amazing how an accent gets you work. I'm doing four films, and every film they want my Brooklyn accent. And if I didn't have the Brooklyn accent, I wouldn't have gotten the film. So accents do make you get work. There's no question about it. And oh, if yeah, you definitely. if if you know many accents, you could work a lot. I can't do any accents. Well, I mean, some of these English stars, <laughs> they come to America. And you can't God, even tell. That they, they sound would. like they're from Brooklyn as well. I mean, there's not a drop of English in them. They're all American. But sure. um, it's hard work. It's very difficult to act and then have to have an accent. You have two things to do at once. 
Did you ever see The Lost Boys? That's like my favorite 80s eighties. That's an 80s film because you're a 90s film. Um, did you ever see The Lost Boys with Kiefer Sutherland and Corey Haim and Corey Feldman and Jamie Gertz and Jason Patrick? And Billy Wood, yeah. Yes. Oh, I, mean, Billy, they, oh, I forgot because you're friends with Billy Wood. Yes. They all, I, I, definitely I saw it. it was a, and, and, and when it came out, I thought it was a fantastic film. Um, I just got here when that, when that one uh, was sh- shooting. So, you know, uh, I, I missed out on that, even have a chance for it. But I love the film. And I'm very close with Billy. Uh, very, very close with Billy, and I know basically everyone else. I mean, I was, uh, I was close with Corey Haim, and 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 uh, I'm for you know, God bless his soul, and yes, and yes, Brooke I, and Brooke McCoy and I was pretty close too. God bless his soul. I mean, me it, it, it was a, it's a, it's a great movie, great cast, great people. I I lived in Florida. Uh, up until like the last six or seven years. And so, uh, uh, Brooke McCartner and I used to hang out a lot and Corey Haim and I hung out a lot. Um, and I met Billy through them, but I didn't really know. I only met Billy one other time until we saw him the other night. And, uh, which he doesn't age. He's like you actually, you don't really age either. Besides the fact that the goatee is like gray, like you don't have any wrinkles or anything. And, and Billy Worth is like that too. Cause I was like, Oh my gosh, you know, I haven't seen him in 10 years it, and it, he looks the same. It's the Swedish chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever do you eat Swedish chocolate? I love Swedish chocolate. Uh, yeah, I eat some Swedish chocolates. I get my delicious, get, delicious. Do you go to IKEA? We, I, I do we, go to IKEA. I do go. I go to IKEA. I get my coffee. That's we go there too because Ron's daughter our, loves Sweden and, and she too. goes to get her coffee there and she buys salmon. She likes the Swedish right. salmon. Now tell me something. Do you like playing heavies or would you like to play something very light and comedic and Fluffy. Um, I would like, I like, I like it all. I mean, I, I like mostly. I, they cast me as a villain or a saint. I mean, I played, you know, a guardian angel for, with Kim Basinger and Blessed Child, and I played Satan just now in Terror Tales. It's kind of like nothing really in between. But then I got a chance once in a while to do the Cyber Bandits and 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 you know to do the the lighter parts, and and I enjoy it. Now, what's your favorite? character that you want to play or you do play if my favorite character i have played or do i would like to play both would like to and have had would like to play i like to play i like to play the hero once i would like to play the hero at least once instead of the villain that's going to kill the hero uh, <laughs> <laughs> and and i would like to play i mean and i what i have played my favorite that i played uh it's hard to say, but you know, because it's such different roles, there's such different roles. But the one that made the most impact on me still to this day is the stand master and people on the stairs. Yeah. yeah. Would you Would you like to be like a Cary Grant type and play something light and delicious, like in Cary Grant movies? Oh, I would love to. Yes. Me, me too. I wanted to be Cary Grant. <laughs> well, it, it didn't turn out that way, but I I grew up wanting to be Cary Grant. I think he was probably one of the best uh, people we have in the business as far as an entertainer goes. But yeah, difficult. You know, difficult to be Cary Grant without looking faggy because you can look very faggy sometimes. When he can that. say that because we're gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he knows that. I know. I'm just making sure everybody else who might be tuning in oh, for the first please. time who don't know that. Get over these words. You know? <laughs> I'm so tired of politically correct words. In my day, we said everything and nobody gave a shit. Now you got to watch your tongue. You got to keep your dick in your pants. You can't do anything bad anymore. It's terrible. 
<laughs> you got to be careful. God, guys have to be gentlemen like in my day. The nowadays guys can't be like they are. I got to love it. So so how, so what what other Harley films you got cuz I know you've like worked on I think wasn't Abeyance a Harley film and Abeyance was a Harley film and Agamon's Gates how Harley films. Those are the two that are still coming out. And are those horror films? No. Uh Abeyance is in a thriller. Uh, and uh, Agamemnon's Gate is a horror movie. Agamemnon's okay. Gate, when I, I did Betrayed with Harley, it was the first time we worked together. And after that, uh, we talked, and, and uh, he called me up a couple months later and said, Hey, now after I met you, now I'm going to make my horror movie. So now, then we did Agamemnon's Gate. And that's with Lorraine Landon, right? Yeah, but Betrayed wasn't a horror movie. No, it was a thriller. Yeah. Thriller. Yeah, no, yes. yeah, with Lauren Landon, we had a we had a fantastic time. That's that's one of the movies that I'm actually uh, more very very excited about because I, the trailer just won a Queen Palm Award, I guess, uh, and it uh, and it they just cut the trailer and they submitted it to the first film festival it won. There you go. Yeah. You know Lauren too, Lauren Landon. We love her. She's been on the show. We love Lorraine. We see, we see her at a lot of red carpet events that we go to. Yeah, She's fabulous. You know, we, we have made so many friends on this show. It's amazing. No, Lorraine is fantastic. We, we had a great time on set. She's a fantastic actress. I think we played off each other. We play a husband and wife, but I come back from the dead and, you know, kill her. <laughs> <laughs> Next time we see her, we have to tell her. Yeah, we'll her have that. to tell her that. We're going we're gonna to see her anyway because yeah, there's lots we, of cool we, stuff coming I've up. I've done like over 800, maybe 1,000 interviews in, in this last six years. And out of that, I've got to say 40% have become friends like you. We're going to see you. Now we know you. We're going to hug you and, and be a pal of yours because you're a nice guy. Most Swedes are, you know. Because don't forget, you had Anita Ekberg. Yes, we did. We and did. boy, was she something! Oh my else. God, does he love Anita? Oh, Ekberg. I adore Anita Ekberg. The most, be- one of the most beautiful women in the world. No one had that gorgeous look of Anita Ekberg. My God, and those boobs, and they were real. They weren't water bags. So, did you meet your <laughs> wife here in America, or did she? You bring her from Sweden? Oh no, I met her here. She's uh, she's born in Pasadena. Oh wow. That's cool. You, you gotta can't love get it. more American than that. So everybody, listen up. This is Jan Birch. He's got all kinds of stuff coming out. You definitely want to see him in Betrayal. He's got a whole bunch of films coming out. It's it's Halloween, so you gotta watch the People Under the Stairs. I'm so pissed because uh, People Under the Stairs was free on Roku in September, and I thought, oh, I'm gonna wait till October, and then they took it off. So now it's not free anymore. Which I hate that when they like take the really good movies and they take them off they'll right put, when you want to see them. They'll put it back for Halloween. Uh, but everybody needs to see the people under the stairs. Check out all his other films. Bless the child. Uh, uh, Death House is coming out. Terror Tales. Ghost Rock. He's got a bunch of great films. Follow him on Twitter at Jan Birch. You're also Jan Birch on Instagram, right? Jan Birch Page. Jan Birch page on Instagram. And what about Facebook? Do you have a Facebook fan page? Yeah, just Jan Birch. There you go. Jan Birch on Facebook, everybody. So follow him. Follow him on Twitter. It's really him on Twitter. So you know when you're tweeting something to him, if he responds, it's actually him. And uh, we want to thank you for coming on the show. Congratulations on a stellar career. And I'm sure we're going to see you soon uh, at some kind of event someplace. So we want to thank you and have a great Halloween. Or I hope I work with you one day. Wouldn't that be Oh, I would love to. I'm easy, I'm, I'm, easy, I'm easy to work with. I, I'm not a problem. I just eat a lot. I'm hungry all the time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Jan, thank you so much. Please give our best to your lovely wife. Yes. And uh, we'll see you soon. And ha- happy Halloween. Yes. And a happy pleasure, Halloween to you. Pleasure.
pleasure, right. pleasure interviewing you. Thank you, Jan, so much. Bye-bye. Bye hey, now. everybody. So, Tina Davidson's in the chat room. What's up, Tina? Hello, hello. Tina, my sweet. Love to love to see you in the chat room. Please say hi to Stefan. Everybody, we had a fun time today. Thank you, uh, Eileen Shapiro and Jan Birch. Chad, you're a superstar. Everybody, if you're in the hurricane, please be careful. And what else? We got like a minute. So follow me on Twitter at Dr. Jimmy Star. Ron's at Ron Russell Show. And uh, I don't know what else to say. And, and, and just be nice to one another and be friendly and be helpful. There you go. You know, because we're on this planet for a short time. Why make everybody's life miserable? It's not fair. Be kind. Be happy. And that makes life livable. Absolutely. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll be a year older. Bye. Later. <laughs> I'm gonna get late tonight.